0: Right now we're doing reading comprehension.
1: Dog In a small classroom at the Rainbow Project Centre in Poon, Sheila, with the help of two other staff, is teaching a group of children ranging in age from six to nine years.
0: So if you look at each child, they have different levels of understanding and some are able to do it on their own, some are, you really need to work on like one-to-one session.
1: The Rainbow Project is a non-profit group that provides special education for autistic children. Director Keith Lee says it's important for an accurate assessment to be made by a psychologist before a child can be diagnosed as autistic. This he says is ideally done at the age of two and a half. But he said certain types of
2: behaviour may suggest the need for professional assessment. Well, some of the obvious signs are um, children with autism, they are not comfortable with eye contact. So even if you call out the name of the child, the child may not respond to the calling of his name. Another area would be the difficulty in communication. So they find it very hard to communicate. And it is actually one of the main factors for children with autism when they are affected by the disorder. Another main area will be the um, social interaction skills. They find it very hard to interact with other people.
1: Rainbow Project's Learning Center provides not just
2: special schooling, but also helps
1: with speech difficulties and so occupational therapy.
2: Usually, with the children in the school, is yeah. I would brush them. So why I brush them is uh, just to get them
1: to... Natalie has brought her son down to the centre for his regular session with Steve Chan, an occupational therapist. So when I do
2: brushing, I would usually press the brush tip hard
0: on the skin. I didn't know anything about autism before, before my son was diagnosed with autism. Information was only really available after the diagnosis, and it's limited and it's pricey, extremely, extremely pricey. It's an unknown world to you. And people don't speak a lot about it and not very open with it because I guess people are ashamed. I don't know. No, it's, it's a challenge in Hong Kong, yeah.
1: But the challenge is greater still
2: for those on a low income. Keith Lee again. There is government services in Hong Kong where they provide subsidy for therapy treatment. But the queue for that government service is up to two years. So it's a very long waiting time. So can you imagine for a child diagnosed with autism at age two and a half and they have to wait two two years on the queue and by the time when they have their first treatment they are already four and a half years old, which means they have already lost two golden years of early intervention
1: training. And this is something that Keith Lee hopes can be remedied by funds from this year's Operation Santa Claus. Meanwhile, back in the occupational therapy room, Natalie reflects on the choice that she made for her child.
0: Well, my son is happy. The moment he stepped in that school, he stopped all his weird behaviour, the flapping, the uh, strange noises he would make. It just that didn't happen anymore. They stopped. He was comfortable. Children like this are extremely sensitive to, <laughs> I wouldn't call it energy, but... Yeah, probably this, whether people are happy or comfortable around them, whether the people are nervous, they, they're just they're sponges. And people here are accepting, loving, and uh, he's comfortable.